the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you're listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Ernest Petway. Ernest is a second-year student in our full-time MBA class of 2023, and he is also the VP for Darden Cup. In this conversation, we touch upon Ernest's background, how he decided to pursue an MBA, what led him to Darden, some of the highlights from this year's Darden Cup, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Ernest Petway. Ernest, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Brett. It's great to talk with you. How's everything going? How are you doing? Everything's going great. It's a beautiful day here in Charlottesville. Spring is you know, coming around here. The cherry blossoms are starting to bloom a little bit. It's starting to get a, nice and green again. And you know, the jackets are starting to come off a little bit. Nice weather, starting to get the tans. People are coming back from spring break refreshed. So things are really exciting around here at Darden. That's excellent. And this is your final quarter. How does that feel? It feels a little surreal. It's kind of crazy. I was listening to this podcast as I was applying back during the pandemic, you know, back in, in 2021. And even actually the fall of 2020, when I was, you know, considering and thinking about this coming here relative to other schools. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to be on this podcast now three years later. Um, but it's really a joy and it's an honor. And it's kind of a whirlwind of how much I've learned and grown over that time. And I'm just I just feel really grateful. And, it, and it's been great, a great opportunity for myself and my family. And just really happy to be here at Darden. Well, we appreciate your taking time for the conversation. It's fun to talk with you because we've actually, I'll just say, uh, just wrapped up talking with all of the section reps for section A, B, C, D, and E. And it kind of feels appropriate that we would also have a conversation about Darden Cup uh, as part of all of that. Because, of course, the sections compete against each other in Darden Cup. But before we get there, Ernest, I want to talk a little bit about you and, and your background. So tell us tell us more about you. Who are you? Yeah, so... I am a kid from Los Angeles, California, um, born and raised my whole life and decided to go to the East Coast for undergrad. Um, I went to Villanova University where I played football, um, majored in finance and accounting and stayed at Villanova to get my master's of accounting degree. Really loved it there. Just great people, great environment, great teammates, friends and family for life and just really happy with that. And the funny story actually is, Brett, is the way I ended up here at UVA was on our football trips. My favorite thing or favorite place to go was down to either Old Dominion or JMU because our bus rides during the fall time, usually October, November, were some of the most beautiful scenery I'd ever seen. And I was like, if there's any way I can ever get back out this area, even for a short period of time, I would love to be in this area because it's just such a beautiful, quiet place and really nice people. Um, it's just so picturesque um, during the fall. And so having that opportunity when I was thinking about schools to, to go to and this popping up on my radar um, as a consortium student being one of the top choices for me and what I wanted, um, I, I really had my heart set on, on coming here and, and knowing how beautiful a place it is and, and just the genuine great people that are in the state of Virginia. Um, but to go back to my story is then I from there I went back home to Los Angeles, California, um, where I got my CPA and worked for um, two of the big four accounting firms, did various accounting work out there. Um, but I really knew, Brett, you know, as I was getting my master's of accounting, trying to figure out my career um, about six six years ago, 
that um, I really wanted to go more into consulting, strategy consulting, just talking with mentors and family members that kind of knew who I was and what I wanted to do and kind of my skill set. And I was better utilized doing that. And so I was told that, you know, you need to go to a top tier MBA program to do so. And so my sights were kind of set on doing what I needed to do to get to that point. And so did various work, um, you know, in the accounting field to do that and separate myself as, you know, CPAs aren't as common in MBA programs. And I feel like that really benefited me um, on the, you know, it's from the application standpoint and yeah. And just being able to work with MPG, um, and all of the diversity recruiting staff and admission staff here at Darden has been super helpful. Everybody's been really honest and straightforward with me and the expectations from both sides were met. And I just really love that about Darden. It's not something that they just talk about in admissions. It's something throughout here at Darden. It's, you know, you, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be straightforward. And if you're willing to put in the work, you're going to get the reward out of it. You're going to get in you know, and reap what you sow. And so that's what I really love about this place is everybody's really straightforward. Everybody's really honest, but very kind, very genuine and very helpful in any way, shape or form. Nobody's going to let you fail. As long as you're willing to put in the work and put in the time, everybody here is, is willing to and able to help at all times. And that's just what I love about this community. And I've just been immersed in it, just really excited to be here. And I know that my time here is almost up and it'd be great to stay. I know that my time is now to move on and, and I'm really excited about that and just hope to be a strong alumni and can be a great kind of advocate for Darden going forward. So Ernest, you come to Darden, you're a brand new student. Uh, you, have, you have an accounting background. I'm sure this was popular on your learning team, by the way, the fact that they had a CPA on their learning team. But uh, you know, I wonder what was that adjustment like? You're, you're a brand new MBA student here at Darden. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate. I had a great LT mates and being a CPA definitely doesn't hurt. It makes you popular sometimes. Um, that's that's for sure. Um, but I would say that, again, like I was mentioning, the people here are so genuine and nice and so friendly and everybody's willing to help each other out because everybody is is trying to just get their bearings and understanding of what's going on because nobody's an expert at everything and everybody has to rely on one another for different subjects. And so you know, that people would come to me for accounting stuff, maybe finance. Um, and I would go to other folks for marketing or for DA. Um, and so we all really relied on one another and, and really willing and able to help one another and put in the time and invest in one another's learning. And that's what's so special about Darden is, yes, you're investing in your own learning. But part of that is investing in others' learning and investing in others to build up a greater community at Darden and hopefully in the world and building a better business world. And so that's what I'm really, I really loved about it um, during the core time and, and going through kind of the highs and lows of core, you know, and it's just like the real world and coming out the other side and having lifelong friendships after going through that. And so that's something, you know, I'll never regret. And I think it's just been an amazing opportunity to do so. What section were you? Well, I mean, it's the best section ever, you know, and everybody that you ask, in their mind, they may say their own, but in their heart, they're going to say Section E. The black and yellow is what runs the school. So it's a pretty simple answer, but that's that's where I stand. So I'm very proud of my section. And I know we're the newest section, obviously, but we're definitely not the last. So I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to be part of the black and yellow. And if you ask anybody in Section E, they will say the exact same thing. Any professors will say the exact same thing. So at least some of them will only say behind closed doors, but I understand. 
So do you have from your time in your, your section with your section mates and section E, do you have a favorite norm or something that y'all would do to, to celebrate each other, recognize each other just, just as a section? We would always have an E of the week. I think that was always great. And it was different things, whether it be somebody helping to lead the class in review sessions, somebody doing something out in the community, community service work, um, somebody maybe doing a darting cup event, somebody that maybe had just had a child and trying to balance being a parent and doing the schoolwork. So really recognizing people for various efforts of what they've done. And that's what I just loved about E is that everybody had such a variety of skill sets and everybody was trying to recognize everyone for all the hard work that they did. And it wasn't just the same old, same old thing. It was always something different. And I really appreciated that about us because we were always trying to find ways to recognize the greatness of our section as a whole. And I think that's what makes it special is trying to uplift and build each other up constantly. Well, we didn't talk about Darden Cup, but I want to ask about your first year experience uh, as you know, a participant in Darden Cup. Um, was it something you really enjoyed as a first year student? Yeah, I was a I was a Darden Cup rep myself. Um, it's something that kind of as a athlete, right, it doesn't the competitive nature doesn't go away in me. And so I've been playing sports my whole life. So this was something kind of like a Olympics or kind of like a Hogwarts, you know, competition amongst the various sections. And so I was like, well, what are the different competitions and found out what they were. And, and it really entails a variety of skill sets. And so I was like, well, we should be the best section. Why not? And we were in our section actually had won it the year before. So I kind of took pride in that. Hey, why can we not repeat? You know, we need to keep this thing rolling. Um, and so that's what we did. And, and we were, it was close at the end, but our section really pulled through and I really just loved the variety of events. I only probably participated in two or three of them maybe. And I just loved being able to see my various classmates go out there and see a whole different side of them that I hadn't seen. You see some individuals that are nice and quiet and reserved in class and very astute and professional. And you see them out there on the soccer pitch or playing cricket or in trivia and they're a whole different person. And it's just really great to see people's true colors come out and just a whole different side of them and the competitive nature. And it just becomes really fun. And, and then you get to see your classmates that are supporting them along their way. And it's just been, it's just an excellent opportunity to be outside the classroom for you to collaborate and really get to know your classmates in an intimate way. Um, that's kind of a, a low touch and just a really fun, friendly environment. I appreciate that. I've heard the Hogwarts reference before, um, that it feels a little bit like like that. Um, Olympics is a good one. Uh, there's lots of different competitions. Um, Ernest, how did you uh, how did you decide that you wanted to take on a leadership role uh, with Darden Cup, that you wanted to be uh, one of the VPs for Darden Cup? Yeah, that's a great question, Brett. Um, I had, I, I call her my big sister. I think you had her on, on here last year, Kate Allen. And so she was just a great mentor to me and we talked about it and we talked about what the position entailed um and i talked amongst the other darden cup reps and we just felt like you know um i include them in all my decisions and and we just thought that this would be a great role for me and, and a great opportunity for me to help lead the school going forward into our second year um and to continue to build on the greatness that kate kind of established here coming out of the pandemic um and so i really thought this is to me this is one of the few opportunities where you can have an impact on the entire student body and the professors at the same time, because at any one time, right, I get 
four or 500 people in an event. And at some point, I would say 90 to 95% of student body has been to at least one Darden Cup event. I would say probably two, probably about three quarters has probably been to multiple events, several events. And you have professors that show up to probably at least half of them. And so, you know, it's just a really great opportunity to change kind of the perception around at Darden that yes, we do work hard and we do care about academics and we do want to get jobs. But at the same point in time, we do like to have fun and, and we have people that are very well-rounded and talented in other ways. And this is a great way to show it in and in a competitive way against one another where there is at stake the pride of saying who is our best section. And so, um, and actually a party, there is a party at the end for the winner too. And there is an actual big trophy for it, which people do care care about. So whichever section ends up winning it this year during orientation will carry around the, the trophy. And so for me, though, it's really been an exciting time to see how I can change people's Darden experience, whether it be first years or second years, and being able to see the smile on their face and, and the enjoyment they had with their other classmates. A lot of times we finish on Thursdays or Fridays and I see them out that night and they just talk about how great of an event that was, how much fun they had. Sometimes we have partners come up to me because we allow partners to play as well and how much fun they had in the events and how much this meant to them and how hard of a week it's been and how that's really kind of changed their outlook on Darden. That's really just something that I look forward to is being able to make an impact on people's Darden experience. And it's something that I know, you know, people will look back five, 10, 20 years and be like, oh, I remember that Darden Cup event when X, Y, and Z happened for myself. And it's it's just really exciting to feel like you're you're there when and helping build people's lifelong memories at Darden. And this is really something where you can do that. Well, that's awesome. It's not every day you get to be part of lifelong memories. So um, I'm wondering, you know, every Darden uh, Darden Cup is a little bit different than the last. It feels like every every VP comes in, puts their own stamp on things, wants to try uh, to add maybe a new event or or two, uh, try something new. I wonder um, what did what did you add this year? Did you do anything differently than than in past Darden Cups? Yeah, I so. Again, like I mentioned, Kate did a great job coming out of the pandemic when there was a lot of uncertainty um, and and not much clarity as to what would be allowed or how to kind of do the job because her predecessors didn't quite have the experience of doing that because most of the events were virtual. Um, however, I, I did make some changes. I made some additions and some deletions. I did add in this year bowling and I added in racket sports, um, which is actually coming up. April 14th, um, which is actually during the Darden days when we have uh, the admitted students weekend. So really excited for admitted students to come by and, and check that out. I know that they've carved out time for them to come down and check that out. We'll be down at the Snyder course playing tennis and pickleball. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, but I added bowling and we did that here during Q3 of this year to start it off as an indoor activity, just because during Q3, it's get a little colder out here, so it's harder to do more outdoor activities. And we got an excellent turnout. Almost 400 folks showed up, rented out all of Bolero, and people just had a blast. They just put out a, a video of it, um, of the highlights from the event. And I think we've, we've gotten really great reviews, and it sounds like we're going to, you know, it's going to be done going forward. My predator, or my successor, uh, Camille Favero, and and the team sounds like they are really interested in keeping that going because there's such a great turnout. And so I'm really thankful that worked out well. 
I would say one other slight adjustment I made was for trivia this year. So last year, the place that we had it at just ran out of business. So we can no longer have it there. So I made a slight adjustment and we had it at three notch this year. And for the first time ever, we partnered with the law school and we did a law school versus Darden uh, trivia event. It was still a Darden Cup event. So Darden was still competing internally among sessions with each other, but they were also competing externally against the law school. While overall Darden did better than the law school, the law school had the top three teams. So if they do it again, hopefully Darden could beat the law school next time because there's a little friendly rivalry there, of course, as we're right across the street from them here on North Grounds. But we had over 500 people show up we sold the place out pretty much and we had a great time professors administrators people showed up in droves and we had an amazing time so um we've had just a really great q3 and we've had a really great just experiences thus far a great turnout we've almost exceeded all of our attendances from the prior year um, for the same event year over year so that's been really great and i just have a great team of, of ladies around me that has really been supportive in, in these new adventures and we've been putting in a lot of work. So it's been really exciting. Um, and I'm sure they may think about making some enhancements to the things I've done this year. And that's kind of the great thing about Darden is there's some things that are great and you're trying to keep, but there's also always ways in which you can make things better and enhance them. And I'm hoping they can do so. What was, uh, what were, what were, or what was your guiding principle um, as you thought about adding these new events? Was there uh, anything that you kept in mind that helped you decide um, you know what, racket sports, bowling, you know, I want to make sure that these are these are part of the mix here. Yeah, I, I think for us, you know, we were I was trying to look at ways in which I could get partners involved and get the entire community involved and make sure it's something where, you know, you don't need to be necessarily an expert at something or you need, don't need to be an elite athlete or you don't need to be, a, you know, a genius to do something. It's more of something that's low lift that you can easily be learned and can be enjoyed by everyone. And if, even if you're not competing, you can still be active and be involved. And so that's where bowling came in. And so that's why, you know, we rented out the entire bowling alley. So you have families taking up entire lanes and people are just bowling, having fun with their friends come by and, and they'll watch, you know, other people bowling competitively, but then go back to their own bowling. We have music playing, people can get drinks and food. And it's just a very friendly, fun atmosphere just get, you know, people can kind of have their hair down, so to speak. Um, and they were looking for something like that. And I thought that was a good, a good addition in that way. And then from the racket sports perspective, we frankly just have a lot of folks who have played that, whether it be recreationally or professionally in the past. And when I mean professionally, I mean more of like high school or college level. Um, whereas we do have one pro that actually is here at school um, and, and really good. And I think he will be competing in the event. So that will be, that will be really fun to watch. I'm excited to see. Um, and so there is several folks that are, that are doing that. And so, and, and have participated in that in, in their lives and really wanted those events. And I was getting a lot of voices of, can we add that? Can we add that? Can we add that? And it wasn't just one or two folks. It was across all sections. And so I really thought about and evaluated it and thought, okay, I think we can give this a go. And, you know, sometimes, Brett, you got to be willing to take risks in these positions and roles. Like sometimes, you know, they're going to work out like bowling's works out. And I hope that racket sports does too, but you got to be willing to fail and take these risks at, at the times and try to trust your gut. And, and it, what it takes to really hopefully be 
for myself, you know, as I'm trying to finish out and be successful in this role, is you have to have various groups of folks that you're taking diverse perspectives when you're trying to make these decisions and listen to different friend groups, um, different identities, and just trying to understand what the people here at Darden not just want, but what they need and, and what would be benefit them and benefit the whole student body and what they would want to see and really, you know, be entertaining for them. So I think that would that played a big factor into it is not just what people want to play, but what would people come and watch and feel engaged about and feel like, okay, this is a part of how we won Darden Cup was this sort of event makes a lot of sense. Fine. We feel very prideful in this. And, that, and that's part of, you know, my criteria. It's hard to believe a pickleball pickleball. Uh, competition would not be successful in this particular moment. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's the fastest growing sport in, in America. So I would be shocked. Um, I I feel pretty good. I actually just had a, a meeting last night amongst our, our team. And it sounds like there is overwhelming the uh, interest in pickleball and tennis. And then, you know, we're going to finish it off with kickball and there's overwhelming interest in that. And so we're really excited about that. And um, oh, and one other thing that, you know, to mention is we had soccer this year. Um, and with soccer, though, we added a little piece to it called fan engagement. And so what we wanted is, you know, folks were out there, they were cheering on their teams and excited to, to watch them play soccer. But they wanted something for other folks who maybe, you know, weren't quite, you know, athletically talented in that way to play soccer and, and wanted other ways that they could be able to contribute to Darden Cup and to their se sections, Um kind of ability to win. And so what we came up with was some fan engagement events that involved a mocktail uh, making contest, a cocktail making contest, which was margarita contest, and then a guacamole making contest. And we partnered with uh, LASA, which is our Latin American Student Association on that. And they were extremely helpful um, partnering with us on that, them and WAC, uh, the wine and cuisine club. And so that was really great for us to be able to do that for the first time. And we had professors as the judges and we had a ton of people out. We had both of the deans out there. And I think we had about 22 um, faculty, which might be the most I've ever seen at one Dart Cup event. So it was it was great. And I think um, we're going to continue looking into doing more of those events, um, possibly this quarter. And I know Camille is going to look into doing more of those events going forward just to make sure that we're covering all the various talents that he, people here at Darden have and make sure they can contribute to um, Darden Cup going forward. I appreciate your noting that. I think sometimes when people hear Darden Cup, they think of it as an athletic competition. And of course, there are there are sports, right? We talked about uh, pickleball and tennis and uh, kickball, soccer, cricket, I think there's basketball too, or at least there, there has been in the past, but um, there's also trivia. Um, I think it's for, you can consider bowling a sport, of course. There's trivia though. Um, there is a talent show, um, if, if memory serves. Uh, so it's like a little, a little bit of everything is the way, way I think of it. And yes, you're correct. We just finished up talent show. We had over 500 folks there at the Jefferson. It was one of the most amazing talent shows I've seen. And, and we just had an amazing turnout for that. And everybody had so much fun. That's That honestly is probably one of our most exciting events for the year. Trivia as well. We have lawn games. Lawn games, minimally, it, it requires a little bit here and there. Um, and then we have the Ultimate Relay Race, which people forget about. In the Ultimate Relay Race, we, had, um, we have about 38 um, to about 40 events, depending. Um, it varies based off the year. You know, we add some events, take some out. But I would say about 
half of those don't require any sort of athletic ability. We had, you know, one section lost because they couldn't do long division the right way. I'm not going to name which one, but they know who they are. Um, and so we have, you know, various events that ultimate relay race, which takes place across all of North Browns. We have Sudoku, crossword puzzles. Um, we have dog racing as well within there. We had stroller racing. We had milk chugging. We had so many different things with an ultimate relay race. So there is, I would say, Brett, to be honest, throughout Darting Cup, I would say about 90 to 95% of your section can probably participate in at least one event in Darden Cup, if not 100%. You know, I understand some people have, you know, physical limitations. I'm, I'm being respectful of that. But I would say the majority of people can be involved in Darden Cup in some way, shape, or form. And as well, just so that people know that part of the point system is participation points. So it's not just about competition, but it's about showing up and being supportive. So that plays a big part over time. And and how people um, and how sections do. And so that played a big part in how section E was able to win last year was having such great participation points over all of the events. And it's going to play a big part here as we're coming down to the last three events for the year. Um, and we actually have three sections, even kind of four that are still of the five that are really, really competitive right now. Um, so we're really excited about that. And we just want everybody to feel like they're welcome and, and able to enjoy these events as much as possible. And that includes partners um, because we've seen a lot of partners out here who have, you know, they've been so supportive of individuals, don't get to see them much throughout the week. But when we get to collaborate with them and see them and they get to kind of come out and be a part of the, feel like they're part of the Darwin community, I know it means a lot to them as well. So that's something that we really pride ourselves on here. Well, how has your sec second year gone generally? Uh, second year? Has it been a good year? Second year has been great. Um, obviously, it's a lot less stressful than core. Um, I've been really fortunate, you know, Brad, I just got back from another DWC um, with the, I mean, easily my favorite professor at, at Darden. I call her the Empress of Darden and that's uh, June West. We just got back from Bahrain and it was one of the most amazing trips I've ever been on. One of the best educational experiences ever. I encourage anyone that is looking to come to Darden to look at the DWC experience um, and the fact that, that it's, you know, funded by Baton Institute is just amazing and that you get an opportunity to go somewhere across the world and, and do international business for a week is just a great opportunity for individuals that haven't really traveled the world or getting to see international companies like that, see it in a different light. And I think for a lot of us that, you know, hadn't been to the Middle East, I had been there before on another DWC before to the Middle East, but I know um, a lot of folks hadn't, and it really debunked a lot of the myths about what they had thought about the Middle East and about how business is done and how people kind of are treated. And just a lot of stereotypes were, were debunked. And that was just really great to see so many people have so much fun across the world. And it builds, again, those lifelong friendships in just a different way when you're kind of outside darting grounds and really get to be with one another and 24 hours a day and get to see how each other lives and understanding and just get to really be intimate and have those kind of close high touch discussions that you normally wouldn't have on a day-to-day -day basis that are kind of tougher to have. And so that was just really awesome to do that. Um, and before that we went to Abu Dhabi and Dubai, a big group of us and got to see just amazing places in the world that we had never thought we would be seeing. And so um, that's been an awesome part of, of my second year. Um, I'm also part of the Darden prison prep program. And so um, I lead one of the groups there. That's just been an amazing opportunity for myself 
coming from my background, being able to be involved there um, with Tierney and Greg Fairchild's program here. Um, and, and I volunteer at one of the local prisons and go up there um, several times throughout the quarters. And, and it's just been an awesome opportunity to be able to help influence and be able to change individuals that want to make better of themselves from some, you know, some choices they wish they could take back and, you know, trying to help them move on in their lives and trying to use business as a way to be able to help them grow and develop um, and hopefully become business leaders or just successful individuals and in contributing to society going forward. Do you want to share a little bit more about how you're working uh, with uh, with the prisoners, uh, what you're uh, what you're doing with them? Yeah. So what we do at, in the prison prep program is we go ahead and teach the case method to them. So we have various classes. We have financial capabilities, entrepreneurship, which is what I teach. Um, and so what we do and also foundations, that's the third class. And what we do is we go into the classroom and we teach cases just like we do at Darden and they have the casebook ahead of time. They read it and we teach it just like we're taught during core, which is why we usually wait for second years because you've kind of gone through the core um, time and you've gone kind of gone through the Darden case method and have an idea of what's expected of you. Um, and so from there, you know, we're giving those prisoners an opportunity to actually earn college credit now through the Virginia college system. And so it counts for that. And so a lot of our students are really excited about that to be able to potentially work towards degrees. And so they take it very seriously in the classroom. Some of them are coming up with ideas that a lot of us wouldn't even have thought of. And a lot of them have various um, backgrounds in business already. So they are experienced and you know, it's a really rigorous process and it's a really something that they care about in the prison as far as getting into the program. It's something they take a lot of pride in and it's not something that it's it's not easy. It's just like what we do here at Darden. They have to work. They have to put the time in. They get quizzes. They get tests. They get projects um, and they get graded by us. And, you know, we're not, you know, just giving past grades to everybody. We make them work for it and and they work hard and we really appreciate you know, both sides really appreciate one another for coming in there. We don't get any credit for any of the work we do. We're not looking for that. We just want to be able to give back. And it's something that we know we truly enjoy because I know for myself, sometimes it's been a long week and I go out there and I'm like, I'm tired. But going into those classrooms, I'm coming in and those guys are in the classroom, sitting down, ready to go, engaged in, in the discussion. It kind of reinvigorates me and makes me feel just so appreciative of everything I have at Darden. And it, it motivates me like, hey, these guys sitting here, you know, maybe they won't be able to have the same opportunity as me, at least not anytime soon. And they're coming in the classroom every day, excited to learn and to grow and develop themselves. Why can't I do the same things with all the opportunities I have? And I think it really has humbled a lot of us that have done this program. And it's been something that, you know, really is a reason why I came into Darden. It's one of the main reasons I came here, but it's something that I think has put a bigger influence on me than I thought it would. I thought I would be able to have a big influence on them. And, and we are having an influence, I think, on them and their experience. But for us, I think we're getting so much more out of it than we thought we would have as human beings. And so, and just appreciating all the things we have in life um, and appreciating learning and how important it is. And so I'm just so grateful to be part of that program. Um, and one other thing I wanted to mention, Brett, was I'm also in the Tri-Sector Leadership Program, which I'd love to you know mention real quick that I think is something that isn't really mentioned that's ran by Mary Margaret Frank um, and Maggie. And, and they're so great in that program. And what it is, is it's an opportunity for individuals who 
um, are it's actually broken out to three different schools, eight students from Darden, eight students from Baton, and eight students from the law school. And so what we do is we bring together these three different programs for individuals that are interested in understanding the intersection of business, policy, um, and government, and how it all works together, how it's intertwined, and how it's important for us in order to make the right decisions for our society going forward. And even as, as being business leaders or being leaders in the law community or or in the uh, public policy community. And, you know, we took a trip up to DC this fall that was absolutely just amazing. And, and there were discussions in there that obviously I can't discuss publicly, but it was with very high individuals in Washington and being able to speak with them very candidly about their jobs and the things they go through and what it takes to be successful. And, and it's not just about what they do as individuals, not thinking about us as individuals, how we can change the world, but also us as individuals of what are the priorities are in our lives of what are the values that matter most to us and how do we go about instilling those values in society and making sure that we're finding jobs and roles and working for individuals that help us as we're trying to make sure we stay um, in line with those goals throughout our lives and that we're not selling ourselves out for you know a, a certain individual or a certain corporation, but trying to make sure we stay true to who we are. And I think that's another great part of Darden and UVA is you continuously trying to figure out who you are, what you represent, and what you want to continuously represent, and making sure you do work that allows you to continue to focus on that and drive the type of changes that you're looking forward to seeing in the world. Absolutely. So you're here, you're here in your final quarter um, at Darden. Wonder what are you looking forward to in, in the weeks ahead, maybe even the months ahead, as as you move uh, through graduation into the next phase of your life. It's kind of crazy. I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I haven't quite got my start date yet, so I can't speak as to, you know, what my timeline is going to be with that. But I'm just trying to take it day by day here, you know, in my last quarter with my friends and trying to make the most of every day with with the people that matter most to me. And I think that's what matters most is, is just trying to find your group of people that you get along with best and trying to do everything you can to enjoy every moment with them. Um, for as long as you can and just have the laughs, the cries, the hugs. And that's all I'm really focused on and trying to simplify things. I'm going to try to go out to as many events as I possibly can and support my friends and be wherever I can be to be supportive. Um, but a lot of it as well as just going to fun events, whether it be going to lacrosse games, baseball games, just going to events that we normally wouldn't be able to go to and enjoying Charlottesville for the beautiful Southern town that it is. Um, and I think that's really something we take pride in, you know, here at UVA is just being one community and being there to support one another. Um, I think it's, it's funny you mentioned that. What do I have planned? If you look at my calendar probably three weeks ago, I thought, oh, I have plenty of time. I'll figure things out. You know, as you get as everyone that gets here at Darden will figure out your calendar will fill up quickly and you don't even know how. Um, and so I have plenty of events planned. I have intramural games with folks, which I'm really excited about. Um, plenty of parties um, coming up, some baby showers, and there's just a lot of exciting things going on here around at Darden, and just um, it's just a great opportunity for individuals to make the most of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with friends and and even family that's about to come in town as you're graduating and, and going off on a different phase of life, because I know a lot of us, unfortunately, won't see each other probably for a long time if we're going to different parts of the country, but it's an exciting time to be able to enjoy all the exciting memories we've had here and to make the most of it as, as we're finishing up. And we have a beach weekend in South Carolina as well. 
So see how we can, you know, have a lot of fun there and make the most of it, you know, while we're here together. We covered a lot of good ground here. We talked about the prison uh, project. We, we talked about uh, Trisector Fellows, Darden Cup, lots of, lots of good innovations and additions uh, this year. Ernest, I have one last question for you. Uh, same last question we ask of all of our guests here on the podcast. Is there a piece of advice you would share with our listeners, something you would encourage them to consider? I think the thing I would consider is whether or not you come to Darden, and obviously I hope you do if this is the right place for you or wherever you go to business school, I think you need to ensure that you have individuals that are external from the environment of what you're in that keep you grounded in what reality is out there in the real world. And what I mean is an understanding of sometimes you can get a little bit too bogged down of you know, in one world or another and and in a bubble. And you need to make sure that you have people who kind of are your Northern star, help you find your Northern star of life so that you stay true to who you are and what you, your goals were and what you came in wanting to do and who you are and what you represent and making sure that they consistently remind you of that. And I think it's important that you do that so that you don't ever lose lose track of who you are and that you continuously surround yourself around people that help you find that individual or make sure that that individual stays on track constantly. I'm not saying that you're not going to change or evolve, but the foundation of who you are and your, and your being and, and the way in which you want to operate in life, um, you want people that are external that can constantly be kind of your checks and balances in life there and that you're constantly in touch with them and making sure that that you're you're in line with those values that you've had for yourself. I appreciate that. Things can get very busy, can get really hectic in business school and a graduate program. And to have those people you can stay in touch with, who can, you know, provide that provide that that guidance, that outside perspective can help you uh, stay in touch with your values and motivations. Uh, it's useful. Uh, it's very, very helpful. So Ernest, thank you. Um, thank you for your time today. It was great talking with you and uh, congratulations on everything with Darden Cup so far this year. And uh, best of luck as you wrap up the season, just a few more competitions, it sounds like, uh, and then things will be done. Will section E repeat, do you think? I, I don't know. I'm VP of Darden Cup. Like I, I want every section to do well right now. Section C is winning and they haven't ever won Darden Cup in about 15, 20 years. Um, so I, I, I just want to see it be a, a, a good finish um, at the end. We, it's between C, E, and A. Um, so I'm really excited to see what happens here at the end. I just want it to be close and for everyone to have fun. And, and uh, I'm really excited. I hope you can make it down here, Brett, for one of the events because it's going to be very competitive. Uh, we have basketball coming up this Saturday, and, and we're really excited about it. So I, I really appreciate your time and, and letting me on here. And I look forward to seeing you and hearing more of, uh, more of your podcast down the road. And that was my interview with Ernest Petway, second-year student in our full-time MBA class of 2023 and the VP for Darden Cup. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.